Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ash Thorpe. This is going to be episode 218 with returning guest, my friend Maxime Zeskov. Uh, it's been two years since episode 149 when Maxime came on the show for the first time. And there's been a lot of changes um, in Maxime's life. A, a really cool one is I got a chance to um, go out to Russia and speak at an event. And I got a chance to meet Maxime for the first time, which is just awesome. So many times uh, that I have these experiences with other artists, I, don't, I never get a chance to really meet them in the physical realm. So that was really great. But Maxime, when I met out with him, I got to see his studio and meet all his workmates and see his transition and like really see him being so happy and really just embracing this new chapter of his life, which is really just following his artist intuition and his curiosity of nature and his love of just making things and his own style. And we get pretty deep into the concepts of, you know, originality and authenticity and what it means to Maxime um, and just kind of, you know, the idea of feeling the pain to be authentic and really going into the other realm. Um, right now, Maxime is, is and his team are working on taking the concepts and 3D renders that they've been doing for some time now and going and turning them into physical and reality-based situations for um, artist installations and all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. There's a lot of really fun things happening right now for him. And it's a, it's really cool to see the evolution. Um, although it's been two years, it's been a really big shift in his life, which is really great to see. Uh, not only as a fan of his work, but as, as his friend, it's, it's awesome to see. Um, so really cool. Great episode. Super excited to have it with you guys here. This is going to be episode 218 with the master blaster himself, Maxim Zeskov. Let's begin. So we're going to be doing this podcast when you're out in the in walking around Mother Russia land, huh? Yep. <laughs> Just in in the middle of Moscow, in the center probably. Yeah. Dude. But it's it's, it's going to be kind of quiet place. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cold right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cold. It's uh free uh plus free Celsius. Okay. So it's uh, it's not kind of comfortable thing which you could experience uh, in uh, San Diego, oh, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, so let's see your plus three. So plus three. Okay, yeah. So you're it's it's pretty cold. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's thirty-seven and degrees Fahrenheit right now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And right now it's like it's double that out here. So I don't know what that'd be like. Maybe. Oh, so it's like uh, fifteen degrees Celsius. Yeah, yeah, so fifteen. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we have this thing uh, in summer probably. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the weather man, yeah. was nice out there when I was there. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really nice. We we had really nice. Um, conversations and uh, weather so it, it was uh, rainy a little bit right yeah yeah a little bit it was nice though it was really yeah yeah it was it was um i guess it was your summertime i guess i don't know i can't remember i think it's summertime yeah yeah it, it was summer and it was uh, probably three months ago or something yeah 
And yeah, it was uh, like a dream thing to to have these um, uh, conversations and um, some nice places in Moscow to just uh, investigate some really weird uh, <laughs> and nice places for yeah. for this camera stuff, right? Yeah, that was so fun. Lenses. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you um, get your 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 place all situated? You got a new place. It's all um, remodeled. Oh and yeah, it's yeah, it's almost uh, almost done. So yeah, <laughs> never done. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, we had a really big uh, move from our previous studio to a new one hmm. because our previous was too small for us. Now it's um, eight people, and uh, yeah, area? we're still. Um, um, yeah, kind of same area, but maybe it's a 20 minutes, uh, from side, from a site, from the place where we were previously mm -hmm. from Strelka Institute. Okay. And now we are in the center of Moscow. It's at Verskaya station metro. It's um, the very center. So it's not a Kremlin, but the different center. Yeah. <laughs> the second one. Yeah. It's underneath the Kremlin. Or above it, yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Our it's, studio it's is on the is on the top of the Kremlin. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, concerning studio, we are. I decided to to move a little bit from from my comfortable zone. Yeah. To step step away uh, because all my projects were uh, based on uh, simulations and some physics. And Houdini coding and these math algorithms, everyone thought that it was some kind of produced in real life. And this is just an installations which someone captured. So it's uh, most of people thought that it's 100% um, real stuff. And uh, we got too, too, too many too questions. Uh, from galleries and um, some big brands who wanted to build this stuff. And we decided to, to make our uh, uh, place where we can build this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's some kind of uh, a different um, uh, story because on the one hand, we have a media work. It's uh, our place where we make um, digital content, so where we... Um, work um, on the design projects and mix graphic design and motion graphics and all this stuff. And the second thing is a workshop where we are playing with real physics. Hmm. So at the moment we are building this stuff and this is really crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Like, well, I mean, I don't know if it is because like when I look back at like at your work from, I don't know, like 2000, like mid to late 2000s, um, you were doing kind of similar work, but it wasn't, it was different, but it's kind of similar. It's interesting to, to look at your body of work and see kind of where you've taken it because it's, it's like, it's evolved, but it's still you. It's hard to explain. You're one of the artists that I know that's been like, you're evolving, but you're still similar. It's like, when I see your work, I know it's yours, if that makes sense. And that's gotta be, yeah. it's, it's gotta be interesting working with a bunch of people as well. Like, um, you know, because you are such an artist yourself, like being able to collaborate with others and 
How is it for yeah, you nowadays hard. to collaborate? Yeah. Is that difficult? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, uh, we are building a team. Um, it's not a, just a regular company. We are, we are friends and we share some kind of common passion for, for design and motion and architecture. And because of that, uh, this thing is so smooth in collaboration that, you know, I, I can't uh, say that this is kind of different experience. It's a little bit different because you talk, uh, you, you should communicate um, with other people to, to make something rather than just uh, sit, think and make it by yourself. But um, in the whole uh picture uh, i suppose it's something like your uh, continuation of your thoughts and processes it's really nice when you can sync uh synchronize with someone to just uh, uh, get an additional power <laughs> for your uh, projects and your um, uh, productivity and, uh, you know, the, the, the weirdest uh, thing uh, about um, real uh, studio with real material is um, I, I always try to find some algorithmical approach uh, to animation and to, to creating motion. Mm. It, it was something like a big exploration of how universe works and how things uh, could move and could change the colors and um, uh, but with uh, real physics with real materials you could simulate the same things but in reality at the moment we bought a couple of thousand spheres uh in china hmm. and uh, yeah you know it's it's really crazy they they have uh, big companies it's a kind of uh, facilities which produce different spheres and they send us a really big um, box with different spheres different hmm. sizes different materials different widths so it's it's pretty crazy oh. and um, we chose uh, some kind of nice uh, things which um we think could be really uh, good in motion. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we bought a couple of thousand of them and wow. <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, yeah so you, at the moment. So you're doing like real stuff too then, right? So you're talking about yeah, real installations. Yeah, yeah, I think that was yeah. a, something you were talking about when we were out there. When I was out there, you were talking about doing that. Right, right. Because a uh, huge amount of stuff uh, at the moment are concentrated on this uh, intersection of design and architecture and some kind of um, uh, perception of materials rather than 100% digital representations of something. And because we are trying to step into real uh, art scene uh, with galleries and collectors and all these uh, art-related stuff, almost everyone um, is talking about uh, re re reality, you know, in terms of reality. They, they really want to have something uh, real, uh, physical, 
as objects which uh, they could uh, buy, for example, mm -hmm. and uh, to collect uh, this stuff or to show it in uh, in a gallery because it's it's a pretty you know important stuff for big um, galleries to uh, not to have um, just a digital uh, wall with graphics. Sure. Uh, you know, and uh, it, it was some kind of really uh, big problem for me because, uh, and for you probably too, because you know we 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 are working in um, digital uh, uh, fake world. universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we we are we are making our own universes, worlds, and that's what we're doing. But when uh, big guys came and uh, asked, okay. This is really cool. Can you uh, show us some photos of these uh, objects or from these uh, imaginary worlds? And uh, we were what photos? What are you talking about? This is uh, this is kind of renders. This is not the photos. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so you have to was, educate people then, huh? So so you're saying like a lot of people when they saw your renders that don't know CGI, they right just assuming that this is real and then, it's a post truth. It's a post-truth uh, era when, uh, you know, this politics and art and everything um, became kind of one big uh, fake story. And uh, I, 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 actually, I didn't want to, uh, to make this fake story at all because uh, w what I really wanted to make is to express uh, my ideas and Almost all of my ideas were about some spacious uh, spaces because I studied uh, um, architecture and I thought uh, um, in kind of spaces mm -hmm. rather than just a you know uh, digital elements w w without some connection to, to to reality. And for me, it was just a fun stuff and natural way of. Um, making um, films, art films, and just a kind of ideas. What if we can make this stuff which uh, could move in this direction? But every, every time I made uh, room for this stuff, it was always placed in interior. Mm. And yeah, this is a big transition, thought. though. This is a big transition. We've talked about this when we were together out in Russia, and we I think we might have talked about yeah. it before. Is like yeah. um, the whole shift from you. Remember when you did Sputnik and you put a lot of effort and time into wanting to become a a director, and then you went through that whole thing. Maybe it might it might be good for you to share some of the the experience that you had through that through that whole journey of like dealing with the Hollywood system or just the film industry system and what it did for you and what you learned from, yeah. that, you know, cause I know yeah. it wasn't all good, but it also is, it's also good too, because it was great. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's all in how you look at it. It could be a blessing yeah. and, and not. So for me, it's always good because it's, you're just learning more about yourself and the world around you. So it's, it's never like a wasted time, hopefully. Um, yeah, but like, so the, I mean, doing, so running your own company and now working with friends and doing stuff that's more practical for like galleries and art spaces is really different from, let's say, um, when did Sputnik come out? That was like, what, 2008, 2009? No, 2010, right? Uh, 
Yeah, Sputnik was probably 2000, um, uh, maybe 13 or 13, something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So six years and, ago. Uh, yeah, uh, and um, it was kind of different story, but uh, really lovely idea which you uh, told about some kind of journey and uh, learning. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, because uh, I really wanted to, to make stuff. And uh, for me, it's kind of natural uh think is to be in the process of um, doing every day something like um, art practices when you can sit and make a painting and then an additional one and the other one and you in the process and uh, when I started this transition from um, world of motion graphics and commercial design uh, thing um, so, so actually, it was really nice, and it was 2007 or something. And I worked with Attic uh, for Coca-Cola. I worked with uh, the big companies with Universal Everything. We made. Um, I was a part of uh, MTV World rebranding, and uh, it, it was really a fast-paced um, uh, stream. Uh, of different big uh, names and projects. I was too young. Uh, I was something about 20 or something. And uh, it was nice. But I thought, okay, this is the first step. And what should be next? And um, uh, probably for everyone in this industry, um, it was some some kind of wipe uh, for choosing something bigger as films or maybe to to direct music videos or something. So probably it was 100% about directing rather than sitting and doing it by yourself in some point. And uh, I decided to to play um, with um, different techniques and I decided to make a short film. The first one was, well, probably it was 2010 or something when we... um, started with you playing with graphic design and different stuff it was uh, jupiter 2 Mm -hmm. which was my first uh, idea and um, yeah it was really tough what was the experience with that film what what did you learn from that film that process yeah i learned uh, that uh, film is hard huh no (laughs) yeah yeah it, it was really crazy because i i sold a flat uh, to shoot the film hmm. and uh, it was uh, kind of I didn't think that uh, you know it's some kind of real investment and I'm a businessman uh, I just thought that it could uh, um, make uh, something like a uh, place to 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 be in and uh, to start working on something bigger hmm. and uh, my two films it was uh, Jupiter 2 and Sputnik they were uh, self-initiated, self-budgeted, and um, the main lesson is no one, nobody, uh, you know, care about what you're doing. Everyone, <laughs> you know, just uh, just don't care at all. You can talk, you can show, and yeah, yeah, okay, okay, and in one second, they just forget about your pitch your project your idea and start doing their stuff uh, so uh, at the very beginning i was just uh, uh, ruined how what the fuck how how it could be possible mm. i'm so talented i'm so great what what 
the busters why, why you can't uh, listen to me why you can't uh, talk about this thing a little bit more but then i realized yeah it's it's really tough uh, process uh, which we named life and everyone has thousands of problems and uh, no one just uh, want to get some additional problems from you yeah and uh, it was so uh you know tough to realize that uh, okay man and now you are alone in this journey <laughs> and it was kind of you know um, mind-bending stuff okay i'm alone this is crazy this is not kind of comfortable thing to be in yeah. but this thing is welcome to reality this is a real pill and you you just uh, yeah it's it's not a kind of friendly place <laughs> but if you want to make business if you want to make some real stuff you you have to be prepared to to be ignored and to be uh, alone in this journey yeah yeah and it was the <laughs> the, the toughest thing probably and uh, um, when I finished uh, my first one, how did you get one, over that? Did you just kind of? Because this is oh, I finished. Like... I finished both of the films. You know, I was. Uh, it, it, it was something like a meditation mm-hmm. on the one hand, and on the other, it, it was um, something like a stoic practice. When everything is uh, ruined, you just continue uh, trying to 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 keep the pace and to continue the process and in the end everything is finished yeah and uh marcus aurelius and other uh, stoic practitioners were a really (laughs) big uh, help in this journey to Mm -hmm. be honest uh yes seneca and you know and um well you so you're saying uh, that you got through it because you realize that you're not the only one that has done this before right so and going through the process of creating something from passion and then having nobody yeah. really respond to it, you just kind of yeah. had to get over it, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, when I finished the second film, I realized that I got into limbo with producers uh, talking <laughs> every day about scripts, uh, talking every day about uh, probably uh, funding this story and it was something like a marathon of phone calls for a couple of months and i realized that uh, probably i'm working uh, as a um, uh, secretary uh, (laughs) with with the phone rather than artist because uh, what i'm doing is always talking on the phone with people it's yeah. not, not what, what I really meant to, to, to do in my adult life as an artist. It's not a 100% talking and, um, you know, reading uh, scripts and emails. Yeah, that's and, pretty much uh, that's the unknown yeah. truth about directing um, for the lot of people don't realize is a lot of it's a lot of yeah. meetings, a lot of emails, a lot of calls, a lot of talking with people. Um, yeah, it's not it's not like being insular and creating um Unless you're, I would imagine Terrence Malick has a little bit more time. Uh, I, I don't know this, but I'd imagine somebody like him is able to slow down his pace and he has a good team of people that he can kind of keep so that, that those kind of things stay away. But for the most part, 
especially when you're starting out, you kind of have to take everything and you have to see what's possible. Um, but yeah. it's, it's a lot of time that's kind of just wasted on calls and stuff, which is a, which is a shame, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Right. It's a different picture in, uh, in society about directing yeah. a different, uh, a way, way from, from the truth. <laughs> and yeah. uh, probably people think that directing is something uh, what in reality is uh, DP, probably, because you are more artistically driven and you think about image uh, more than talking uh, about budgets, probably. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I'd say, like, yeah, director of photography is probably the closest thing to what it is that we as artists would like, you know, like as a designer or it's like seeing the vision and working on the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, close to yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I decided to, to try myself, uh, um, in commercial fields to just stop this process because I lost, so just not lost, you know, I, I, I felt that, uh, I spent, uh, three years or four years in a different direction. And I really wanted to, um, to keep my artistic, um, journey going. And I spent uh, two years, uh, working in, um, as an artist, uh, I, I opened Houdini, I opened uh, some different software, and I realized, okay, now I'm happy. I love design, I love doing animation, I love doing uh, reading about architectural and uh, architecture and stuff. And uh, yeah, this is the way, uh, the point where I really feel comfortable. And. Um, yeah, it was really great uh, two years. Probably I spent uh, as a uh, freelance designer, director. Um, I worked with some different companies and it was pretty, pretty cool. And then I d- just uh, realized that uh, probably it would be really nice to have someone who can help me with this process because it was so many different projects around uh, and um, uh, I called to my friend Igor and said hey man maybe we can try to to make something together Hmm. and that's how we started our company Uh, now it's he's super sweet too we had a good time meeting him he's such a nice guy yeah yeah thanks yeah yeah maybe you should explain how you guys met too because you guys met a long time ago right yeah, yeah, we met probably uh, well almost twenty years ago. We were we were sixteen or something. I on, lived in Ljubljana, right? I'm just uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I lived in Ulyanovsk and he lived in um, in Ulanude in Buryatia. It's a different uh, side of the Russia, and it's. Uh, Kind of seven hours. Uh, if, if if you want to get to Olanude from Ulyanovsk, you have to spend eight or nine hours uh, flight from one side of Russia to to the other. It's kind of different, different planet. And uh, but it was live journal, uh, and it's it was a community about motion graphics, and it was 2002 or 2003 or something and uh, we 
we spent all our lives in this community uh, reading about uh, Studio Logan, Buck, and uh, other companies, brand new school, uh, to name a few. And yeah, it was really nice um, place where people shared links and uh, ideas uh, and their projects. Um, and uh, we started to communicate in this community and uh, we are still talking every day about motion graphics, but now in uh, in real life. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah. Almost 20 years. Crazy. Yeah, that is t- that is a long time. And that's actually a good point because a lot of times we end up partnering or making partners with friends or people that we've known for a long time simply because of it's just it's much easier because there's less questions and it's easier to know um what each other needs and what we want and how to get there faster and all that kind of stuff so that's really cool yeah because we've known each other for a long time so that might have probably helped make the business transition action pretty easily i i guess right yeah right you you in some point you don't even realize that uh, you already switched to business transition, you, you transitioned to a business uh, path. You just uh, talked about uh, your uh, passion stuff, which you love, and then you started doing something and bam, you are already in the middle of big project together and uh, you feel really comfortable and it's some kind of natural way of um, doing stuff. It's not thinking uh too much but uh, experiencing uh, experiencing this this is a just a process and uh the this is the thing which were with uh me and Igor we just spent huge amount of time talking about motion graphics animation special effects houdini <laughs> and mm-hmm. other uh geeky stuff and then we just uh, realized okay man let's Let's do something. Oh no, we are already doing it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nice. So we are started as a, just a, two two guys, and then we added a technical director. He is really cool. His name is Artur Gajiev, and um, he he's, the spent, he's the Houdini master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he is really good, and he uh, can make some math and Python stuff. Uh, inside Houdini and write some really nice tools. And now we have uh, guys uh, from uh, big companies who came to us, uh, who spent huge amount of time working um, in uh, visual um, visuals for concerts uh, and events. And um, yeah, his name is Philat, and uh, he was an art director for a big tour for Drake. And oh, that's right. uh, I think I met them too out there because yeah. they have a studio that's near uh, Stroka, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, really yeah, nice probably. people there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. So, and uh, uh, yes, we are building this uh, motion graphic slash design slash uh, experimental laboratory with uh, um, visual stuff, and it's it's really nice when you can talk about. Um, um, some kind of technical sites and about uh, artistic vision every day from from the early morning it's <laughs> it's it's really nice it's you know like a, your uh, like a, some kind of 
your community, which you um, handpicked and uh, created uh, to to be um, so comfortable inside. It's like a you know shell. So every um, and uh, uh, huge amount of stuff going around. But when you can form this uh, zone of comfort, you can be really um, you know in really good. Um, artistic speed and yeah. you you can have really nice pace because you uh, cover it yourself with nice uh, people and nice ideas and with nice uh, vibes so and um, to be honest uh, two years ago in our uh, previous uh, uh, podcast i um, uh, told the idea about um, four films a year as a marathon um, <laughs> to the rest of my life. And yeah. it's, to, to be honest, it was something which, um, um, which I formulated and um, just in the process of talking to you uh, in, the, uh, in the podcast, because previously I thought that uh, nice pace could be really, really good um, for doing art but this idea of four art films a year, it was uh, made uh, in your podcast. Hmm. And um, this idea became really uh, vital for me. And I spent two years um, thinking and doing four art films a year. And uh, I think this is the perfect pace for me because uh, four months is... Uh, uh, three months is a really nice um, time frame to start a project, to think about it, to spend some time researching, developing, and then finishing. And yeah, it's one season. And you've been one keeping season, up to it, huh? So four, four films a, yeah. a year, huh? Yeah, yeah, four I films. To, I try to keep up with you. I can't. But I don't have a team like you, but I'm trying to. But it's so difficult, though. <laughs> so yeah. with all the client work, too, there's so many, there's so many, um, there's so many distractions and stuff, too. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always, always someone trying to, to stop you from this uh, run. <laughs> yeah, take your time up. Yeah, <laughs> to talk a little bit about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, to have this idea as a main um as a main compass uh, stuff you you have this arrow and you you know that this pace and this uh, time frame is good you can uh, switch some prioritized uh, priorities oh. priorities yeah Pri priorities yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, okay. it was tough. Hey man, yeah. I don't speak Russian, so don't feel bad. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. and uh, it's kind of really a thing which can help to yeah. to keep in mind the process of that some kind of big picture in in inside your mind how you should walk um, through the life. Yeah. Which pace is really good? Yeah, it's kind of vital. I, I suppose you, you you're doing this kind of similar stuff, right, with your art projects. Yeah, I think for me, it's all about projecting out what you want and 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 making um, making sure that you 
make time for what's important to you and all that stuff's really important because if you don't, then, um, before you know it, you're going to be like 50 years old or 60 years old and, and you're going to have all these like dreams, but you never succeeded at them, you know? So that's always been my fear. I never wanted to have that, you know, I always wanted to, to be able to have everything that I wanted to be done basically. So setting goals and just managing them and taking care of them as much as I can, things always take longer than expected, you know? So, yeah. um, Yeah. But I found that like, um, Cause it's another thing I want to talk to you about too, is like the, um, how artists like uh, Mike Winkleman or people do these every days mm-hmm. and, and every days are a big thing now too. Um, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's in the, and think in the core, I think it's really cool because people are just being creative, you know, which is awesome. And they're creating every day. Um, but I think you're similar to me where we're creating every day, but we're not showing that we're actually making, we're, we're, we're mm-hmm. adding all those every days into months and then those months come become a project and then, and then we move forward through those, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. totally. But yeah, and uh, yeah, we we to 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 be honest, uh, it's a re- really interesting story about a workshop. We we bought these couple of thousand spheres, and um, uh, but the main crazy story is about how to animate these spheres in reality. You know, there there is no some kind of um, uh, effectors <laughs> and all this stuff which we use uh, in um, Cinema 4D and in Houdini in reality, but we can use um, nature to to make some crazy f- movements, as uh, something like a wind, something like a um, temperature, something like uh, magnetic fields, and um, at the moment we are thinking and developing different. Uh, ideas how to make real world animation and uh, one of the great things which we discovered is uh, therma thermochrome ink mm-hmm. it's a thing which you can um, use as a uh, as a paint and um, you can uh, use different pigments and for example make uh, black to white uh, transition with temperature oh, so for example yeah and uh, you can take your some these spheres and paint them uh, with this paint and uh, they will be black yeah of hmm. them black nice okay but when you get uh, fun with the temperature and you make this thing you, uh, you you get this gradient, um, you get this um, color movement, and you get not only movement from from the wind, from this uh, fun, uh, you, but you get uh, even this changing in colors with temperature, and uh, this is really crazy. Mm, you can cool. Google, t- yeah. So you're exploring thermo- all kinds of different materials and stuff, huh? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You create like a program that will create like different heat signatures and then have it adjust to yeah. something. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Yeah. So this transition this is going to be really interesting. And your clientele is going to be like um, galleries and hotels and all that kind of stuff, huh? 
like live in yeah live yeah right right and so some kind of uh, public spaces at the moment we're talking uh, with a bunch of galleries and uh, public spaces and they want to to make some installations uh, some kind of real objects uh, for for some brands mm. to to use it as a kind of element it's in big their shops it's a big market right it's a, it's a huge it's 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 crazy and it's really big and uh, there is almost uh, so it's to to be honest uh, not empty but um, you know the the main point of our journeys is to find who you really are mm. and uh, you are trying to um, maybe um try different um, routes which you think are kind of um, cool but it's not your routes uh, it's not your uh, directions but you think okay james cameron is is so great maybe i should be a director yeah i should um i should should terminator five and it will be really good but no probably no because uh <laughs> if uh, james uh, feel that this is his way and he feel comfortable but i'm not sure but if uh, so probably this is his way, not yours at all. And um, I tried probably this, <clears throat> sorry, this type of um, uh, roots, and I became disillusioned, yeah. uh, totally. Because a lot of the, do, it though. was. Why do, you yeah, think, why, do you, yeah. why do you think that is? Why do you think so many people follow down that that that? It's like, easier. Do you think it's because it's easier? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easier, and you can in uh, you can see already how it works okay you see it's you know like a new iphone you 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 just uh, see this uh, uh, advertisement and you you think okay these uh, people are so happy uh, probably i should buy this new iphone and i will be happy too so great and i suppose the same thing with um, with path in life uh, happens here you see someone who is really uh, happy with what he's doing and you think okay i should follow his path and i will be happy as this guy <laughs> but probably no yeah. because if he's kind of happy it's just uh, his way of thinking it's because he met this person earlier in his life because he loved math uh, more than literature and it's uh, billions of different uh, thumblers uh, which are mm, you know on and uh, your buttons are not on and probably his way is not your way at all and um, uh, talking about real installations it's uh, really interesting because uh, i tried so many different stuff and uh, I was not kind of comfortable with all of them, you know, to in 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 the whole picture. Not kind of comfortable. Yeah, it was. Some of them were okay. Some of them were cool. But uh, to to find this perfect match is is really tough. You 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 should spend huge amount of time exploring who you really are and not what is really good for someone and you can just uh, 
take his jacket and say, okay, hey, now I'm James. Okay, how, call how me James. How do you find out who you are, though, in the in the scheme of life? Like, that's one thing I think that a lot of us get lost in is we do see the other person that has the iPhone or the jacket or the identity yeah. that we want. And you see it even more now with Instagram when everybody's faking their reality with their yeah. saying, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, want, I was trying to figure I'm so out. beauty. Yeah. Well, I was trying to Instagram find a way. Instagram is too to, different. Well, I was trying to find yeah, a way to, to like, I think there's a delay in our call, but I was trying to find a way to uh, show my failures in a certain way without them damaging me, but at the same time showing to people that we all fail because I think um, it's easy to look at you or me when you're beginning in this journey and you're like, shit, what the heck, man? Like these guys are doing so much stuff or they have their own studio or they blah, 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 but they don't know how hard it is or they don't see all the failures that go into that. But, yeah. but how do you, how do you go about finding who you are? Like, do you just failing? Failing, failing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, as much as possible. Do stupid stuff and feel pain. Probably pain is the best friend. When you feel pain, you understand that this is not uh, your way in some kind of constructive way. Because uh, in ninety-five percent pain is just uh, um, steps uh, on your uh, way. But you can understand that uh, there are two ways, uh, two types of pain. One is productive and the second one is destructive. And probably the, the, the best thing is to feel pain constantly. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you should uh, realize that, okay, this pain is really good for, for my, you know, building my muscles. But this pain is a kind of destructive force. It has something which could totally, um, you know, demolish your future. And probably it's about failing and it's about feeling pain. What do you think? Um, I think, I think pain is part of it, but I don't think it's everything. I think for me, finding myself has always come down to, um, really knowing who I am by understanding what it is that propels me good and bad, you know? So, um, from like, joy, not from pain. Yeah. From both of them. I think, um, I, I know who I am more from, from, from feeling myself basically. So like when something excites me, uh, I get, ex- you know, I, I feel the joy of that excitement and I really sit in it and I, and I celebrate it and I go, Oh, what is it that about like watching this movie excites me or what is it about this, this process excites me? And, and then I go, okay, this is what it is. Um, so a perfect example is um, for a while there, I was really into CGI and learning CGI and, and I like it, but the more I do it, the more I get frustrated. Um, like, because it's so mm-hmm. challenging, like to do it at a vi- very high level, it's very challenging. Um, which is why I don't think there's a lot of people that do it because it is such a hard thing to do. Not e- not only is it just the programs, but I found it's like just the maintenance and dealing with like all the upkeep and, and all the updates and windows alone is so challenging to deal with at times. So, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it becomes more of a, sh- of a challenge. So, um, so for me, I found that it wasn't just the pain. It was also, um, the joy. So it was like, but it was really under being honest with myself and going, looking at other people and, and, and acknowledging their happiness, but then trying to find it in my own practice, I think, you know, 
and, and really distilling down my emotions and really silencing anything else outside of that, you know, so that I could really feel the essence of joy and the essence of pain or whatever, you know? So, yeah. Because yeah, it's it, not always about pain. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> sure. So, yeah. but uh, I suppose pain and failing, it's uh, the best teacher. Yeah. Because uh, when you just feel joy, uh, for me, it always uh, means that you are in the comfortable place and you are, um, so this is some kind of static. Okay, this is joy. You made something and now when you can continue doing this stuff, you will be in total joy. But if you want to to try some new stuff and to understand yourself better, you have to step away from your comfort uh, zone and probably feel pain because probably this is not uh, your territory or something. And uh, talking about this pain and stuff, how uh, to learn uh, who you really are, I started uh, these uh, uh, ideas uh, about because of uh, we we talked about installations and this um, stuff in real world, and um, probably the, the the best thing to to find some new ways. So in business, it names Blue Ocean Strategy. It's uh, it's really nice um, idea that almost everyone in red ocean. It's an extremely high competitive environment mm. where thousands of people are doing the same thing, and they could kill for for a client or for a geek or for a project for something, because there are just thousands of these people here in the same environment. But when you can dive and think really deep, you can develop and create your own place to do stuff mm. without competition at all. Because, But this is the hardest way because you have to invest huge amount of time of thinking and doing your own ideas, your own universe, and you will be the first one in this universe. And uh, so it's, uh, uh, again, about uh, role models. When you think uh, that, okay, James Cameron is really great, you are probably thinking as a couple of uh, <clears throat> billions of uh, guys, because, yeah, James is really great, and uh, almost uh, all my friends uh, thought that James... James is awesome and we should try to copy his path. And the the hardest thing is not to copy, is to invest into understanding <clears throat> who you really are. Yeah. Because everyone is unique and everyone met his own wow, his own some kind of people, his own um, uh, problems and uh, probably different uh, situations in his life. And this life formed everyone is a kind of different um, pattern. It's a different thing. In If we can talk about some kind of abstract representation of a human, right? 
yeah. with some kind of different shapes. I can and see, we can't. I can, yep. I can. I can see why people, you know, like don't want it to 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 be unique, uh, or want to take the easier route of just copying somebody because it's so risky and challenging, right? To be. Yeah, you, you can know. spend huge amount of time developing and investing into search, and uh, there is no guarantee that what you will find will works great in this universe. Right. Yes. Because it's 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 an evolutionary process. Uh, everyone has his own um, th- things and someone can, uh, you know, be became uh, without eyes or something uh, in this universe. And this is OK. Uh, our so it's not OK. It's terrible. But I mean, um, evolution works in this way. It's just uh, using different. Different, uh, so evolution is kind of blind stuff, right? Yeah. It's just uh, uh, turning and switching different parameters of people, of our bodies, of our character, uh, of our traits, and our perception. And then it's just a free flow. Okay, go and see. Maybe this particular um, pattern could uh, work well, and you can um, make some difference and make something good. And the same thing with us. We can, everyone, think that, okay, this is uh, our role model. We have to follow this path and be here. Yeah, this is uh, the easiest way. But really tough is to just understand that you are unique and your, you know, this pattern uh, is kind of really different from, not from this guy, but from everyone. And you can build your own, um, you know, thing where you can use everything from your personality. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's really is something to really consider and think about and talk about because, yeah, I think to really push, there's, it's a fine line because you can go your life like a Van Gogh, for example, who's a common example of an artist that never really made it, but then completely made it after his death. So he couldn't really reap the rewards of, of having success. So his life was mainly pain, which is unfortunate. Um, or you could, or you could really, you know, like sell out and then be very comfortable and, and do everything for Coca-Cola or whatever it might be, you know? So like, so you would just be like a, somebody that's very of the time of the trend, but not remembered, you know? So it's, it's it really is a fickle, very challenging place to be in. I think as an artist, if you really are aiming for the most prolific outlook on on life in general, and um, how to achieve that that level of grandeur, you know. So for me, it's challenging too because I, I I agree. I look at you know like oh look at James Cameron or Ridley Scott or David Fincher, all these these pinnacles, yeah. you know. Um, anytime that I'm learning something new, I, I will look to the gods, you know. I'll look to them. Um, but then I'm always reminded that I'm unique, my own self, and I have my own taste. Um, and I don't think that it's 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 a good way to 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 look at things as if you need a you need to create a whole new universe. I, for the way that I like to look at it is I like to take things from different universes and combine yeah. them, and that way I don't have to build everything from scratch because it can be very challenging um, to do that alone, especially too. And you could live a life that could be your, your entire life could be lived in isolation almost, you know, where nobody understands you because you've gone so far off the path, you know? So it's it's very dangerous. Um, 
because uh, also as an artist, as you know, it's very dangerous because it, it's just a very fickle thing. It's very, it, it's very insular. Um, there's not a lot of, you know, feedback. Um, it, it just, yeah. There's just, yeah, it's, it, it's a very challenging thing. So, but I also love it though too. So it's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's really interesting. Uh, and uh, this is the, the, the way where we have to understand how everything works, how we works and how universe around us. So it's just a journey with kind of passion for understanding, for learning new stuff yeah. about ourselves and people around. Yeah. And right. I think being, being comfortable with being different, I think is important, but um, yeah, it is so challenging. It's, it's a quest that I, I'm constantly, um, looking for, you know, like, oh, because, uh, you know, everybody, so let's say like, um, let's use David Fincher as a, as a hero, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So David Fincher, yes. it's easy for us to look at David Fincher and go like, wow, like he's so high up there. Um, and he's got all this stuff in this body of work and, or Ridley Scott or whatever, but we have to remember that his life is unique to himself and to study him and to acknowledge who he is and what he does, but not to say that is the only truth, you know? So right, it is difficult because when you see success, you go, Oh, I want to, I want to do the same thing, but it's, it will never be the same. And you have to, you know, work through that, I think, which is, which is important. So, um, and, 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 and pick out the things that you like about for me. So like what I like to do when I study these guys is I go, well, I really like his approach for that thing. And I like that person's approach for that thing. And I like, I try to combine about five different things and then I add in my own mix and then all of a sudden it's my own, you know? So, yeah. Um, it's like this thing with the room, with your heroes, right? When you can, um, imagine this place, nice big room yeah. where, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, where Elon Musk and uh, David Fincher and all these um, guys sitting around and you think about something. Okay, maybe I should do this thing. And then you can can think, okay, Elon will be not kind of happy with this decision. Nah, it's too small. Nah, Uh, Arnold will be kind of good. But he will say something about mm, some kind of bigger goals or s- something. So you you just can make from your heroes your own um, castle of decision making, right? When you just find their favorite, uh, your favorite uh, things from them, and install into your uh, decision making and your uh, view of reality at some point. Yeah. And it's about, I think it's all, when do you, in your creative process, when do you trust your intuition? Is there a moment for you that you trust that, Oh, this is my intuition and my intuition is going to get me uh, to that next stage. Is there a part, are you, are you aware of it when it comes, comes to you? Wow. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I'm trying to, to write uh, a lot, um, about things which is uh, which uh, go, going on. Uh, I thought that uh, previously I thought that um, doing some stuff with my diaries uh, just for 
doing some sketches or something. But now I think that writing and thinking in words and thinking in lines, phrases, and constructing these ideas uh, could be really vital for building your inner voice. And then you can hear it and uh, think about this stuff as about uh, your um, intuition. So probably we, yes, I use this intuition, but uh, at the moment I'm working on upgrading my intuition to, to, you know, to make some kind of connect with my um, uh, background intuition and uh, real perception of what is going on. And this thing is mindfulness and all these um, practices of meditation really, really helpful to developing these new ways of experiencing your intuition, probably. Are you actively, do you do active meditation as well? Yep, yep, mm. yep. I'm trying to do it every day. Really? I got this, uh, yeah, yeah, man, this is this is the best thing uh, uh, which I started to do. And probably, uh, yeah, it was um, maybe six months ago or something. Uh, I realized that every book which I love and every every person uh, who I really think that it's, he's a really good one, he's doing meditations. And it, for, for me, it was, yeah, okay, they are some kind of weirdest, okay, guys, no, no problem, do what you love. But then I got a book from, uh, from a Google guy. I have, I will try to recall his name. It's uh, Chen Meng Tang. Chen Tang probably, and this book is uh, Search Inside Yourself, named, uh, and this is so great. It's about meditation, but not uh, meditation uh, as uh, I thought. It is some kind of mysterious process of some ghosts and all these um, kind of rituals. No, it's for uh, mindfulness. It's for process of sitting and uh, developing some additional power inside your mind, which can calm down your active uh, you, you know, and it could just shut, uh, shut up all your thoughts. And uh, this is the, the different thing. It's it's opened so many doors, and uh, probably this is the best thing which happened in my whole life. It's it's really crazy. It's well, only ten minutes a day, and it's hmm. transformative. Really? Um, when did you start doing this? Um, I started six months ago or something uh, as a, just a simple stupid experiment. Okay, why even Ray Dalio and? Uh, some kind of billionaires and high achievers, everyone doing this stuff. Why? Maybe I should try. And this book just came and I read it and I thought, okay, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I should try it. And uh, in a couple of weeks, I got, uh, I got it. Uh, what, uh, what they're talking about, about this endless 
peace inside yourself, inside uh, inside your brain. You can develop uh, an additional um, power, which can. So it's it's really hard to um, explain, but I will try. So you think that you is your um, uh, is um, is a person who is always talking inside your head. Okay, maybe I should do this thing. Oh, no, probably I should watch Netflix or something. And it's always talking inside your head. Mm. And when you start meditating, you um, creating an additional person inside your head mm. who is the boss of this guy who you thought you are, this talkative <laughs> person. And this boss uh, inside your head, he could be a master of everything. He could just switch off this talkative guy and, you know, keep you in deep calm, you know, without fears, uh, thoughts, um, some kind of frustrations. It could be like, you know, master which have some kind of magic button. When you, you, this, you previous, when you thought that this is you, start doing this um, chat uh, about, okay, maybe I should skip this gym and maybe I should go somewhere or maybe I should do some kind of stuff. You can uh, understand that you is not this guy anymore. Mm -hmm. You is some kind of different layer of perception and you can control this talkative guy and you can control all the negative thoughts with just this magic button and uh, meditations uh, could make this button uh, so for, for, for the first thing it could make this button and then it could make this button works really really well and yeah, it was really cool. And so I highly recommended this book, mm. Search Inside Yourself. That's awesome. Search Inside Yourself. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Search Inside Yourself. Yeah. I think I've heard of this book a couple of times from people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because for me, uh, I, I think like probably a lot of people that listen to this podcast as well, like I have, uh, I've had a hard time. Um, like meditating, uh, I think it's because my monkey mind is just so hybrid and crazy and there's so much going on inside of my head. Um, yeah. and so I've kind of given up on it over the years because I just was like, man, this is fucking shit. Like I can't, can't break <laughs> through my brain. Yeah. My brain is so at least the way that, I mean, I shouldn't say these as words because I think words become actions and all that stuff. So it's bad actually, but um, I'm so active in my mind that it's, it's seriously, um, it's, it's, it's been impossible almost to stop the sound it's inside of my head, you know, like, and I'm not a crazy person. It's just that there's so much curiosity. Yeah. It's not even a bad thing too. It's just like, wow, I'm curious of that. And I'm really interested in this and so on and so forth. And, and that's a beautiful thing to have a life in a, in a mind that's that passionate about so many things, but then, you know, it gets really taxing and I don't sleep. And then there's all these health problems that come from it, you know? So Thankfully, I, I do jujitsu and martial arts is a really good savior as well. But it it is super it's super challenging still. So, um, but 
yeah, I'll have to check out this book because I've, I've had many failed attempts at it. Um, and I think it's, I just need, I need a, a, a voyager, basically a, 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 a teacher, you know? So, um, and books are often that good teachers too, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's so yeah. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there is a, an additional guy. His name is John Kabat-Zinn probably. And he's the, the second one who just opened the world of meditation mm. and for me, and um, I will share um, all the names of the book which I read this year about meditation. Yeah, please. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. And they are kind of it's it's not a big. Um, uh, it's just a free small books, which could completely transform your perception of reality mm-hmm. and make calm and nice pace. Uh, to, 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 for everything, what you're experiencing and doing and thinking it's really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It just helps you balance out. That's good for you though. I'm happy for you. Yeah. It makes me happy when my friends have found, you know, balance and peace, you know, so it's good <laughs> because yeah. I, I think ultimately we all want that. And, and if you think about it back to the earlier part of your conversation where you're saying that we're all making universes and galaxies and all these different settings in our inside of our heads. So, so much of what we do is, is insular and it's inside of us. And, um, if we're not careful, we don't take good health. We don't take good uh, care of ourselves and precaution. We can really get stuck in a maze of noise. Um, which I think a lot of us suffer from. Uh, I do as well, but I, I actually, I try to embrace it a lot of the times too. Um, I don't think life, for me is ever about like having this peaceful balance. And I don't know if it's ever that I think that there's moments of it, but I think for me it's, and I think it's just in life in general, it's like, it, it should never be like, Oh, it's a perfect day and that's it. You know, so yeah. it's like, if, if yes. only it was like that, but it never is really. So, um, and I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. You know, I think that, um, yeah. that's just, that's just life. And that's also the life of somebody that's really pushing hard and trying new things. And, um, yeah. And never settling, you know, for things. So, which I think is, which is good and it's natural as well. So, well, yeah. what's next for you? What's going on with like, I know you have your company now and you have, there's eight, there's eight people now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eight people. We got a really cool graphic designer at the moment. Uh, he, her name is Dasha and, uh, uh, she, she's really, really good in, um, avant-garde graphic design and we are going to expand a little bit maybe 10 people it's a maximum for for us at the moment because we really want to be kind of agile team which could make big things uh, but with a really small um, collective because we don't want to be you know like 100 people or more uh, we want to be really picky about projects and we are at the moment and um, we, we we already working with really big brands international companies and um, it's really nice that um, people can find this balance between some avant-garde art and uh, design and some kind of real uh real design 
tasks. It's it's really nice, and probably for media work, uh, we will keep this idea of um, experimental avant-garde motion graphic and design studio, and we will continue to work with big brands. Um, yeah, our website is in the process in <laughs> in two months. It will be launched with huge amount of different projects, and it's really really cool. And uh, yeah, it's probably you know number uh, number two is is really cool uh, because uh, we we have two parts of our brain. Uh, we have this idea of duality in almost everything and uh, that's why we are decided to to make this duality in our studios too so the the one studio is totally about some kind of visual stuff and about digital stuff and the second one is a workshop where we can play with real materials with uh, real natural forces uh, paint um, which could transform uh, its color uh, with temperature or um, electromagnetism and all this stuff and probably these two directions are uh, the main stuff what we are doing at the moment super cool yeah, translating it, I think that's going to be such an interesting journey for you. The yeah. Getting it going from that one transition to the next is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Who is, so we mentioned, you know, talking about finding your own environment or your own space. And um, do you have heroes that you still look up to creatively that you look towards for inspiration? Or do you, are you completely on your own looking towards your own curiosity and using nature, uh, things like that? for your inspiration rather than um, humans. Yeah, yeah. Using yeah, math cool. and uh, stuff. <laughs> I suppose it's uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, yeah, he's the, 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 the best, uh, best example. Yeah, he is the main um, person for me because uh, what he he made, it's, uh, it's not about art. It's not about, uh, you know, sculpture or something. It's, it's about um, passion, which he kept for all his life, for everything around and uh, about uh, physics, about biology, about uh, painting, about um, human bodies and uh, about uh, nature of uh, water, how it just transforms itself, how it makes these uh, whirlpools and all this stuff. So it's kind of a really great example of curious mind which just uh, appeared and explored everything around but uh, for me it was um, kind of turning point when i read a great book about leonardo da vinci uh, it was uh, written by uh, last year uh, and it was isaacson probably yeah, Walter Isaacson. Yeah, Walter Isaacson. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's amazing, and uh, it's an amazing book. And um, his all his books are really great. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's the, the my favorite. Uh, he did one, Steve one of Jobs my favorites. too, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and sure, also Tom sure, Edison and stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 And and the innovators it's by by his guy, and it's great too. And um, 
what I got is uh, that uh, Leonardo da Vinci had his own studio. It's, it was some kind of art practices. And uh, it was really, really big story for me because previously I thought that he was some kind of isolated uh, guy somewhere doing his own stuff. And I started uh, researching and find out that, yeah, he was not a, just a crazy guy somewhere sitting alone. He was a person with his own studio. It's, it was kind of small studio, but he had uh, people around uh, to communicate and to share some ideas and to collaborate, even collaborate, because some of his um, uh, friends uh, were really good in painting hairs, for example, or something. Uh, everyone had his own uh, best things. And it was really transformative for me because I realized, okay, if Leonardo... Uh, was <laughs> was able to 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 build this stuff and uh, maybe I can try the similar stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it worked that's awesome and it still works yeah and, it's really interesting and he was inspired he's he's my uh, he's one of those people that yeah, obviously I call them silent mentors because we've never met them and we don't know them but yeah they've yeah. done so much for us and society and the arts and in, in general. But I look at him as being, yeah, one of those unique, special people in, in, in our in our history to admire and to really love and adore and respect um, for what they've done. And also like a, a good example of, you know, just how to not look at necessarily like the artist and the human side of it, but look at nature as being the original inspiration because nature right. is so, nature is so powerful and by nature i mean everything like the 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 math our interpretation of nature you know which is math and the language of nature and and all these things and the curiosity that comes from being uh in love with the idea of nature and stuff so which is yeah just what i love that stuff too it's really it's so cool it's um yeah it's a big it's a big inspiration for me yeah awesome man um trying to think there was a couple other things i wanted to talk to you about so i have them marked down here um so in regards to like doing any of your directing and stuff are you uh, have you given up on that uh that kind of idea of becoming a hollywood director and you're going to be mostly focusing on this new path for yourself um probably yeah because it was really really long um in the in the process, I think that this is not a point for me at the moment at all. I really love this fast-paced, uh, not kind of really fast-paced stuff, but maybe something what I can make and feel feedback from it immediately mm. in some point. But uh, who knows, maybe in a couple of years something could change and I, I but I'm not sure <laughs> it was so um, not a painful so it, it was painful but um, probably this path just helped uh, me to understand my my you know this abstract shape 
and this abstract shape is not about film directing probably because at the moment i'm not uh, interested in movies at all in some point mm. something changed uh, previously i was obsessed with films and david fincher and everyone who whom you mentioned uh, they were my mm-hmm. uh, you know heroes what, what, was and, it then? what happened to you do you think what happened to that switch i don't know you know it's just it, it's just happened and uh, it's the, sad uh, to uh, think about it when you think about it does it make you sad or do you feel complete and okay that you've moved past uh, it? I, I i'm doing meditation man i have no <laughs> sad experience at all mm, <laughs> so i'm joking uh, so yeah. you're numbed out then huh so you're not feeling the yeah life. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, so, but to be honest, it, it just happened. Maybe because I have two kids or something. It's just you. You don't have time, and uh, you don't probably have passion. Um, you know, some kind of strength in your passion to to use your small amount of free time to to dive into films. So I I, I don't know at all what is going on uh, in you know. Uh, with uh, cinema at the moment, uh, w- what is going on with uh, David Fincher and all these guys? Because so many stuff around about um, exploring rather than consuming. Probably I switched to some kind of different stoic level of uh, <laughs> of doing <laughs> rather than <laughs> getting uh, mm-hmm. from somewhere. That's you know, just yeah, maybe uh, I'm not sure, but. Uh, <laughs> Probably when you asked, uh, um, yeah, it's, it looks like the, this thing. I have two kids and uh, uh, and I have two studios and um, it's kind of just a different pace of life. Yeah. But and you're happy, I have you, you found your happiness. Yeah, yeah, probably. And uh, <laughs> I found uh, tools how to uh work on my life to make it happy mm. probably you know because as you mentioned previously happy is is not a kind of fact it's a process which you involved really really deep and you have to work on your happiness yeah. it's not just just a fact that okay yeah i'm i'm so happy so great no mm. you you have to spend every day uh with fine tuning your life to experience some kind of good vibration from it yeah. later. Yeah. I mean, happiness is, is so, uh, it's so challenging, uh, to achieve, I think, um, because it, it adds, it's so many different things. It's not just one thing, you know? So, um, but it all adds up to being, uh, I think it, it, it's just a culmination of you knowing yourself and the challenges that you go under and uh, all those things. But it's interesting to hear you say that because, yeah, I, I think right now you're in a flux. I think if I know anything about you, which I think I know a little bit, uh, it's I'm curious to see where you're going to be in, in another five years, whether you're going to outgrow your current situation and move into a different one or if you're going to evolve through it, like, because we're constantly evolving, I know. For, yeah, I know that you're constantly trying and pushing things, but you're all you're also doing things in re- repetition, which is interesting. Because your art 
is yours. That's how I know it's part of you because you're taking habits and rituals from your past and continuing them through, you know? So like yeah. that's that. And I think that's what your taste is. That's what your style is. You know, that's how you distill it down and you can see it. And every artist, if they're being them true, their true selves carries a bit of their ritual with them. Um, and it's really rare when an artist can shift that and change that, you know? So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's very cool, man. Um, and I, and I, I know, um, you're also using like Houdini and Arnold, right? That's, those are your two, two main, you're using Arnold. Uh, Redshift. Uh, yeah, Redshift, Redshift at the moment. Yeah, we switched uh, for all our studio to Redshift. Previously, it was Arnold, but because of um, GPU rendering, Redshift is uh, way, way uh, better, probably. Yeah. And yeah, we are happy with Yeah, It's very stable, too. I, I love the, st- the, st- the stability of Redshift. It's incredible. Um, I, I go back and forth between Redshift and Octane. Octane has such a beautiful GI and the look of it so outstanding, but... And it's really good for, for still images, I find. But man, it, yeah. it's very challenging when you get into animation and stuff. It it's, it can be very challenging. But yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. And Houdini is your new, is your, even working with Houdini for some time now, but it's definitely something that you love, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a probably two years in the process um, and I decided to just stop everything and uh, start uh, using only Houdini. It was two years ago. And it's, you know, the first uh, couple of months were kind of nightmarish. But then um, I started to use my note, uh, notebook to, to write down every step every um action every script every um thing uh, to just uh, understand how it works because it was so so different from mm-hmm. from the soft which i used previously and um it was really challenging but then i switched uh, totally and um i got this great guy uh as a you know close collaborator it's arthur and Arthur, um, he just uh, became some kind of continuation of my uh, uh, lack of uh, uh, knowledge. So, uh, I, I, how did you guys? Because uh, it was he. It was was he out in Russia? Uh, yeah, yeah. He he was in Russia and he spent ten years uh, working in hardcore uh, feature films, uh, special effects. Wow! And cool. uh, he was a uh, supervisor, technical director uh, in a big studio doing some stuff for Hollywood um, films. And uh, but he he is really passionate about design and how design could be part of um, um, simulations and computer graphics and all this stuff around. And um, uh, to be honest, we met on my um, short film um, Sputnik. Hmm. Uh, he, he, he made uh, all simulations, smoke, fog, and all ethics uh, stuff. And after this film we just realized that, okay, we 
we, we should try some other stuff. And we started to work on the commercials for Under Armour, for different brands. We made a couple of projects together and realized, okay, it's kind of comfortable stuff to do and let's continue. And yeah, he was the our third um, um, so to, to be honest, our first because first was was uh, me and in Eager we was the first uh, um, founders of our studio, and the first employee was Arthur. Uh, so yeah, that's how we started our journey. Super cool, yeah. And working with the right people and having time with the right people is so important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Very cool. Man, this is awesome. I'm really happy that you're finding your place and you're catching stride and that you're jumping from 3D to reality because it is it is a challenge. Um, thank you for being out in the cold. I can tell you're getting sick out there, so definitely have to cut the episode for you freeze to death <laughs> yeah, out yeah. there. Um, it's my pleasure. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I think that, that we can set up um, these uh, podcasts as a regular stuff each two years. Every two years, we'll you know, do like a uh, yeah. time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every two years, we can just meet and talk about stuff, about uh, where you are, where me, just how life transformed our lives, how we fine-tuned everything. And it can be really nice pace through our lives, right, yeah. with uh, these two years steps. <laughs> yeah man i'm down yeah, it's my pleasure yeah, yeah thank you very much yeah, for having me. yeah yeah absolutely i think it's a good idea and i think that it's just constantly um that's the goal is like you're constantly you know reflecting and looking back but at the same time looking forward and adjusting and it's cool i appreciate you being open and sharing your journey because the cool thing about this is we think that what we're experiencing is our own experiences and sometimes it is true we're experiencing them as our own for the first time to ourselves. But the, the fact is, is that the human experience is very universal and that there's so many people, especially all the fans and the listeners of this show that are feeling the same thing. So when they hear your struggles or your, your, your fa uh, failures and your successes, um, I think it helps us all kind of reflect and usher us to the next level, you know, together, which is really yeah. important. So yeah, super cool. man. Great. So, man, let's speak next time. Two years from uh, now. In autumn. Yeah, uh, yes. 2001. Yes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there it is, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed that show. Um, it was a really good time having Maxime back on. Thank you to Maxime for coming on. Uh, it's just super nice of him to share his time. And he was outside in the snow. I don't know if it's snowing, but it's very cold out there right now. And so it was awesome for him to start, start spare some time when he's really busy right now. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. If you want the show notes, you can always go to the collectivepodcast.com slash 218 to get access to any links and all that kind of stuff and information and just information about the podcast itself. And um, yeah, that's going to be it, everybody. You know the drill. Go out there, be powerful, be prolific. Peace out, everybody.